the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, wow, we got this wonderful guest that's on the show tonight. And regardless of where you're listening to it at, uh, whether you listen to live radio or whether you're watching it on Facebook or whether you're watching it on uh, several of the streaming networks that we uh, are doing, it's so important that uh, you know that this incredible young lady is doing some incredible things. Uh, and she has been through a lot of incredible things, which I, I, I believe and uh, that gives her the authority to talk about a lot of the things that we're going to talk about tonight. And such a wonderful young lady that I have had an opportunity to chat with for the last, I, I say, four, maybe five days. And, and uh, I just enjoy chatting with her, talking to her, learning uh, so many great things about her uh, because uh, I believe that we all have challenges in our life. We all are going to experience certain things with certain family members. And if we don't know or we don't expect or we don't even understand uh, what that means, it's going to be a, a rough selling. And I tell you, but I believe that Betsy Sloan and I believe also uh, Rosel. Uh, I'm just going to throw that in here. But right now, the bio said Betsy Sloan. But, um, and she is also a a podcaster, have her own show. She's a caregiver. But Michelle's going to talk a little bit more about that in a few minutes. But um, I just want to say I'm just so excited to have this young lady on the show and to find out a lot of things that we don't know about and what it requires to uh, have an incredible heart or giving, even when it affects you and your family. So, uh, Betsy, uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Well, right now, uh, my great producer, Noah, how are you doing today, sir? Monday, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> the beginning of the week. I'm doing good, doing good. Just back at it again, and great to hear from you as always. Man, you know, it is Monday, man. Uh, and let me tell you something, man. Weekend, just got back in from Atlanta. And, and Noah, I just want to say one thing. Uh, and I did not get a chance to chat with you after, after the show, but it was so wonderful uh, being around my, what I call my boys, and uh, you chiming in and doing the magnificent job that uh, that you always do, and uh, the just like I was saying, these were some of the best. These are all my best friends in the whole world, and they're like, "Wow, JC, that producer of yours is incredible." So I just want to get that out because they're listening to the show right now. But I just thought I would just tell you personally that that's what they said. Well, it's a pleasure to get to get to know them. They all seem like outstanding men. And, you know, the more I get to know ab about them, I can see why you guys have stayed so close over the years. 
50 years, 50 plus years, my friend. Still going, still going. Oh, absolutely. And But uh, I, I want to bring on my uh, magnificent, wonderful, beautiful, sexy, and I'm just going to leave it at that, my co-host. But I can say those things because she's my wife. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I can, I can just say those things, and I'm just so happy to be back uh, in Texas because I was in Atlanta the last week or so, so. Michelle well, Cool, how you doing today? I am doing good. Just um it like no said it's a Monday. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's been a challenging weekend, but um I'm happy to be here and I'm excited about the guests we have today. Well no, you know how I throw this in. Uh, I just got back and she said it's a challenging weekend and I just got back a couple of days ago, so I I really don't know what she's saying. I'm not feeling well. That's why. <laughs> you know, I tell you what, I cannot wait to get this young lady on the phone. And I tell you, my listening audience, regardless where you're listening at, where you listen live radio, where you listen podcast, where you listen streaming network, wherever you're at in the world, if you want to be part of this conversation, which I think you want to, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's. One eight 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 three four four eleven. Some issue life. I'm James Cooley. Michelle, can you please tell our listening audience what's the title of the show and the purpose of the show? The title of the show is Betsy Sloan: A Conversation on Caregiving and Advocacy. And the purpose of the show is getting to know the background of caregiver and advocate Betsy Sloan. Talk about her role as a caregiver with her loved ones, the challenges experienced as a caregiver. Discuss her role as a host on Chatting with Betsy podcast. And talk about advocacy and her role as an advocate. Wow. You know, uh, that is so wonderful. And, and I want to uh, just let our, uh, our listeners audience know that uh, we're also uh, coming to you live in podcast from Passionate World Talk uh, Network, Radio Talk Network. And so I uh, just want to say hey, thank, thank them for being part of this. And, and Bessie is a, a one of the talk show hosts of that. Michelle, can you please introduce this absolutely fantastic guest to our listening audience? Yes. Betsy Sloan is a former licensed practical nurse and preschool teacher's aide. She's currently the host of Chatting with Betsy podcast on Passionate World Talk since September 2019, which is on several podcast outlets. Betsy was a caregiver for her mother-in-law who had Alzheimer's. She had never heard of Alzheimer's and had to learn on her own. She was married to her husband, Matthew Sloan, for 39 years. Her husband was diagnosed in 2010 with early-onset Alzheimer's. Matt's journey changed her life. She became a stronger advocate, found her gifts, her voice, and her purpose. She is the creator and founder of Kick Alzheimer's Movement Support Group on Facebook. She created this support group so no one else will go through caregiving alone or after caregiving. Betsy was nominated and received the Caregiving Visionary Advocate Award in November 2021 from caregiving.com. She has one son, Joshua Sloan, who is 37 and has a cognitive disability. She became an advocate for her son, Joshua, to fight for him to have the proper education. Betsy is still a caregiver. She is proof that you can not only survive caregiving, but thrive in caregiving. It is a mindset. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Live, welcomes Betsy Sloan. Betsy, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing today? Hi, James. Hi, Michelle. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Betsy, I'm so excited because uh, I have had the opportunity and the pleasure of chatting with you for the last uh, three, four days and now, I tell you, just getting a chance to know you, I mean, it's just an absolute pleasure and a thrill to have you on the show. But, Bessie, can you tell our listening audience where you grew up and the lessons that you learned from your parents in regard to your upbringing? Oh, well, I grew up in Carteret, New Jersey, and my dad always taught me to stand my ground and always stand up for what I believe in. My mom is kind of, you know, easygoing, don't cause any waves, just go with whatever someone says. My dad was the opposite. You have to stand up for what you believe in, and that I got from my dad. I I believe that uh, you always have to stand up for what you believe in, and we always have to create our our path uh, based on our upbringing and based on our experiences in life and whatever that might be. And we always have to, I believe, uh, to understand that you got purpose. 
it doesn't matter where you grew up from or what situation or circumstances that you might have been in. You got purpose in life. And and, and uh, I'll tell you real quickly, can you tell uh, uh, listen or a little bit about your educational background and also why you became a nurse as well as a preschool teacher? Uh, in, in about one minute or less, and we'll pick it up on the other side of the break. Sure. Uh, when I was about four, my mom had pneumonia, and I would stay with her, and I decided I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to be famous like Clara Barton, Florence Nightingale, and that never happened. <laughs> I went to, um, it was called at that time, uh, Woodbridge Vocational School in Woodbridge, New Jersey, and I became a nurse, and then I had to stop because of my eyesight, fibromyalgia, and I became a preschool teacher's aide. Oh, so I became a preschool teacher's aide, and uh, and that's where I guess that's where you uh, start learning to ta- teach and also experience kids. I'll tell you what, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back, and we're going to continue this great conversation with Bessie Snows, and we're really going to get off into a lot of the great things you're doing. If you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I'll tell you, I'll I, I be honest with you. I have had an opportunity to talk to this uh, great guest over the last four days, and and uh, I, you know I am totally impressed in a lot of things that uh, she is doing. She has her own talk show uh, on Passionate World Radio uh, Network, and uh, I mean I tell you that they are locked in on this one tonight, and and. And uh, her show has the capabilities of being broadcast in 129 countries and 12 million viewers uh, uh, a month. And uh, and I tell you, it's just an absolute privilege 
to have uh, Betsy on the show. And not just that, but it's an absolutely privilege and honor to get an understanding of a lot of things that she is doing that, and that she has done. And uh, whether we believe it or not in our life, we're going to have a family member that, I mean, somewhere in our family that are going to need caregiving. And they need to understand that uh, it, it requires a lot. Uh, and it takes a lot from a personal perspective in doing those things and from a personal perspective to be able to be patient and give the love uh, to make sure that you maintain your sanity as a caregiver and that uh, you also are able to take care of your loved ones. So if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven. Same again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven ten. Uh I tell you, Betsy. Uh, so we were talking about uh, uh, some of the things that uh, your parents instilled in you and any educational background. And, and I know that you were a, a pre uh, a, a school a teacher, aide, and but uh, let me ask you this. Did that have anything uh, that you learned that taught you patience, that taught you that uh, you had to have the right mindset or whatever that you decide to do? And another thing I'm bringing this up is that uh, your husband, Matthew, and you and I have already talked about that, uh, had onset Alzheimer's, and that uh, that, that happened, and, and you you took care of him to the end. And uh, can you tell our listening audience uh, uh, when things like that affect you as a caregiver and you also married to uh, someone that uh, uh, has that uh, 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 subject or disease? How, how do you handle that? How did you handle that? And how do you stay patient? Because I, I believe that's huge. <laughs> well, James, I have to be honest. <laughs> I tell people I was not a perfect caregiver. I did lose my patience. I tell caregivers, you will lose your patience. It's okay. As long as you're not abusive, show yourself love, kindness, and compassion. Uh, this is what we have to do. And... Working in a preschool, yes, I learned patience, but I learned patience as a nurse. And I worked for 13 and a half years with the severely uh, developmentally uh, disabled in a state institution. So I always had uh, patience. It's different with someone with Alzheimer's. You really do need um, an extreme amount of patience. It's hard to do when you're exhausted sometimes because you, I have snapped on uh, several occasions. And, of course, I feel bad. But Matt would forget. Then he would say, it's okay, booby, because he called me booby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> you, just, you just have to learn to control your emotions in a way because our loved ones feed off of our energy. So if I was agitated... Matt would get agitated. So I had to learn to remain calm. Uh, I suggest learning how to deep breathe, uh, meditation, take time for yourself. Caregiving is hard. It can be rewarding, but it also can stink. I'm going to be real honest. I'm, I'm a Jersey girl, my dad's daughter. Uh, straight up, it is challenging. Definitely challenging. And you know, uh, you, you mentioned challenges, and uh, a lot of people don't know what that is because uh, if you have not experienced or uh, that, and I'm talking about the things that's going to happen in our lives or in our loved one lives, and uh, it's the first time or whatever that might be, uh, and whatever that is, uh, Betsy, can you tell our listening audience how did you find the strength to cope? In the beginning, uh, when you first found out uh, about Mac diagnosis, and uh, you you guys had a, a son Joshua, and and you doing the the things that you're doing, and all of that added. I mean, it's like like a pressure cooker; it could blow off. But someone had to be strong. And just chatting with you, I already know that you uh, 
a strong one you always will be. But can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Sure. I have to credit Jane uh, and Michelle, my faith. I'm a believer, and I believe that God gives me the strength. He gave me the strength to give him the glory. I'm not ashamed to say it. I couldn't have made it through if it wasn't for God's amazing grace and strength. Um, and that's what uh, got me through, a sense of humor, dark, twisted humor at times, <laughs> um, laughing through uh, the tears. And you just have to really, I learned to go with the flow. Um, I was not strong all the time. I had meltdowns. But that's okay because I got back up even stronger. And I want to tell the caregivers, you know, we don't have to be strong all the time. It's okay. And I highly, I went for counseling, James. I highly recommend going for counseling. I needed to go for counseling. I, when that was like, I would say midway through, I was having a tough time. And I was almost on the verge of a nervous breakdown because I thought I'd be the superwoman. And I went for counseling, and it sure did help me a lot. And I still have counseling now. I have grief counseling. There's no shame in going for counseling. And I want to tell your audience that. Please go for counseling if you need it. It's okay. You know, Betsy, um, what some people don't realize, you know, um, as a caregiver, sometimes, sometimes the, the, the person who's suffering from the illness, of course, they see personality changes. They get angry at their loved ones caring for them. You know, they, they, they say things they probably don't mean. So why do caregivers need to educate themselves? about their loved one's illness or, in this case, Alzheimer's? Why is it important for them to educate themselves? Oh, thank you for asking that question, Michelle. I love it. Um, we need to educate ourselves about our loved one's dementia or whatever illness your loved one has because knowledge is power. We need to know what to expect. Yes, everyone is different, and living with it and reading about it is two different things. But at least you will know what to expect, and you can talk to the doctors. It's okay not to agree with the doctor. I say follow your gut instinct because your instinct will guide you. I stood up to doctors. I did not agree with them. I did not agree with the hospice team, and I let them know it. You have to be educated to know what you were talking about when you confront a doctor. But to make sure you know your knowledge, um, side effects of medications, uh, what to expect with, um, and the progression of the disease. A lot of people, Michelle and James, they, they say, oh, why are they accusing me of stealing? Why are they hallucinating? Why are they going um, in their, uh, to the bathroom in their pants? Because this is a disease. The brain is dying. They can't help it. They can't help how they are acting. And sometimes they need to be medicated with um, antipsychotic uh, drugs to help them with their hallucinations or anti-anxiety medication. And this is where knowledge helps. And there's a lot of seminars, wow. webinars, Facebook. Wow. Um, Betsy, before we go to break, can you kind of talk about why do you believe some caregivers feel guilty and what is unjustified guilt? <laughs> I'll try to say that real quick. I think caregivers always feel guilt about something because we want to try to fix the situation that we can't. And unjustified guilt is feeling guilty for something that's not your fault. That's your fault that your loved one died from Alzheimer's or whatever dementia or they progress. That's the, the nature of the beast. It's going to happen. And there's nothing we can do about it but love our loved ones. Um, and they know that deep soul connection. Um, love up on them. They hear you. Hearing is the last sense to go. And don't feel guilty when you have done everything that you possibly could. Um, we do our best. And I want to encourage caregivers. It's okay. 
if you have to put your loved one in a facility. Not everybody can take care of someone at home. Not everyone's able to. Know your limitations. It's okay. It's okay to say, I don't want to change diapers. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay if you have to place your husband, your wife, or whoever, your, your parents. Don't let anyone put you on a guilt trip. Ask them, what are they doing about the situation? Are they helping you? Because um, a lot of relatives, they judge, they criticize, but they don't want to help. I would just tell them to sit down and be quiet. They feel like, no, not to mess with me. <laughs> I'm a wow. fire. <laughs> uh I'm going to tell you that uh, everything that you just said, because uh, many of us uh, that are listening and many of us that's in society, we don't feel that anything ever going to happen to anybody in our family or our loved ones, and, and we're not prepared to uh, do anything that you're talking about right now. So I just want to commend you uh, on what you what you are doing, what you have done, and all the great things that you continue to do. But we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back. We're going to pick up this topic. And we're going to continue to go with it because Betsy Sloan, is, I, I consider her as my friend. And uh, I just know the character that uh, I have developed with her in the last four or five days. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book country boy city boy a journey that ain't over yet on amazon and wherever audio books are sold the jc cooley foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth young adults and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas it's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow we ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Wow. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And I, I tell you, that this topic right here, Noah, is uh, one that really... Uh, touched my soul, it touched my heart because uh, uh, in my family I know that uh, uh, sometimes cognitivity is uh, one of the things that uh, cognitive is what we lose and we don't know that we're losing uh, because of whatever the situation or circumstances and we need uh, someone that uh, kind of understand, I've got an open heart that, that, that knows that 
uh, this is what it requires, even if you don't know at the time, but you learn, uh, so that um, our loved ones continue to survive and continue to live the best life possible in whatever situation or circumstances that they might have. And I, I tell you, Betsy, is it, is one of those people that I have learned uh, from over the last few days. But I also know that when you uh, tie yourself down, I wouldn't say tie, because I think it's a commitment. We, it's all about family to me, regardless of what, what the situation or circumstances. We have to be able to uh, want to give back, want to help, or whatever that might be, uh, to make sure that uh, our family, our loved ones, are able to have the best possible life, regardless of the situation or circumstances that might occur. So, and Betsy, uh, I am so proud of you. And just just chatting with you and being a friend. Oh, this I, I called you friend after the second day. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Are you still there? Yes, yes. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, I tell you, I listen to the audience. Um, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven again. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Betsy, I know you're doing so many things, but I'm gonna ask you this question before we really delve off into you and and in in your radio and your podcast and all the great things that you're doing. Um, uh, many would say is that a caregiver is you know once you start doing that that uh, they don't suffer from the illness that a family member might have and. And in many cases, they call it PTSD. Uh, can you tell our listening audience, sometimes we all experience <laughs> PTSD regardless of what the situation or circumstances. Just like you mentioned, did you have to be super, you had to be a superwoman to what you was doing. Uh, but uh, you had to deal with the, the pain and the stress uh, and the disorder that comes with that. Uh, can you tell her? I'll listen audience, how is it that even though dealing with those type of things that you have to maintain a positive attitude and just keep yourself under control? Yes. I, it took me a while, James, um, actually probably midway through Matt's um, journey to have a positive attitude. When I started going into support groups and meeting people, and I was determined I was not going to let this disease destroy me. Uh, caregiver uh, post-traumatic stress was not recognizable, wasn't recognized uh, when my mother-in-law had Alzheimer's and I complained about it. But it was recognized uh, with Matt. There is such a real thing as caregiver post-traumatic stress. Uh, caregivers have it. Uh, we feel lost afterwards. We saw our loved ones deteriorate and die in front of us. Uh, I worked as a nurse. I saw people die. I wrapped up bodies. But to see my husband die, that was quite traumatic. And just the stress of dealing with um, incompetent hospice people, um, it's very stressful. And my um, you know, mother-in-law... She would accuse me of stealing, and I didn't know about sundowning hallucinations back then. I didn't handle her correctly because I didn't have the knowledge. But with Matt, I knew I had the knowledge, and I was able to handle his hallucinations better. But we have to have a positive attitude, and it is a mindset to survive this. You can not only survive caregiving, you can thrive in it. Find your purpose. Find your passion. And do something. Reach out and help other people. That's what uh, helped me. When we help others, we feel better about ourselves. Find a purpose to love, to feed your soul during this journey. And think about what you're going to do after the journey is over, because it will be over. And what are you going to do? And James, Michelle, I have to say, I thank God for Jeannie White manager at Pastor World Talk Radio for discovering me. And she changed my life by giving me an opportunity. And I thank God for her and Lillian Caldwell, CEO of Pastor World Talk Radio, 
who saw something in me that I didn't see in myself, gave me something to focus on during that illness, especially at the end. I was even doing shows when Matt was dying. Wow. You, you know, you just mentioned two great uh, young ladies that I have had the pleasure of chatting with over the last few days. And uh, Jeannie uh, and Lillian, I, I hope you're uh, watching uh, this great host uh, from Passionate uh, World uh, Talk Radio. And uh, she's magnificent. You all are as well. And I, I look forward to working with you guys uh, in the near future. You know, but uh, you're right. Uh, uh, sometimes, uh, Bessie, we have to, uh, God bring people in our lives that's going to help us heal and help us get past whatever uh, situation or circumstances that we might have. And we need that and we need to walk in the path. I mean, I believe, I'm just going to say about me, in the path of the Lord. Uh, and and I believe that the Lord will always bring people in our world that's going to help us out regardless of what situation or circumstances that we might be in. Betsy, you Thank are an ad- Betsy, you are an advocate. Um, your son Joshua, he has a cognitive disability. Can you tell our listening audience how you advocated for him to have the proper education? Yes, I found out, uh, Michelle, that uh, knowledge is power. When I belong to a support group, I learned about different schools, and I found out that the child study team will not tell you about these private schools because it costs money, and they don't want to spend the money. Well, I had had enough. Uh, Josh was going to graduate from uh, middle school. He was going to go to high school, and I told the child study team, over my dead body, is Josh going to a local high school? No way that's happening. I said, I want him to go to this private school, and you're going to pay for it, or I'm going to sue you. I had enough. He wasted 13 years of his life not doing what he he needed um, at the time. You did not give him the services that he needed. And... um, I'm done. So um, they did pay for it. I learned I had to stand up for Josh because no one else was going to. Uh, Matt was not vocal, so it was me. And I'm a mama bear. Get emotional. Um, I'm a mama bear. And I will fight for my family. I'm okay. I will fight for my family, and I will fight for what they need. And nobody is going to disrespect my family and get away with it. Or me, because I have boundaries now. But we have to educate ourselves, even if your child has a disability, you need to educate yourself about that. Unfortunately, um, the neurologist I took Josh to, at that time, they didn't know what was his diagnosis, and I didn't find out until he was um, 12 or 13, and once I did know, I belonged to a support group and educated myself. Again, we have to be advocates, but uh, Michelle and James, I knew something was amiss with Josh when he was six months old, and the doctor did not believe me. He told me I was an overprotective mother. We have a gut instinct. We know our children. We know our spouses. And I have to say this advice. If you think there's something not right with your child or your spouse or yourself and you don't agree with the doctor, go keep getting an opinion until you have peace of mind about it. Do not be afraid to go for more than one opinion. Do not be afraid to speak up. We need to speak up. Betsy, wow. Uh, that was so emotional, but so correct because we have to stand by. We have to protect our family. We have to be able to do, uh, because we know what if there is uh, something that uh, might not be as what we think, and we always have to be there. So I am so proud, and I'm so 
happy to call you friend, and I'm so happy that you're on this show tonight. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back, and we're going to continue this great conversation with this great woman. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you, uh, Betsy, uh, everything that you, you're saying with the passion that you uh, or displaying because that's just how you feel in your heart. And if we all could uh, share how we feel in our heart with others, maybe I believe that uh, we, <laughs> it, it, some of that might rub off on others and they will have passion in their heart as well and they, they will be able to uh, learn to love others, not just themselves. And uh, learn that it's not all about you, uh, but it's all about everyone that's in our world. Loved ones, our friends, uh, other people that we don't even know. Bessie, I just want to say one thing. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. And I I look forward to this conversation and this uh, friendship going a long time. You ain't going nowhere. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell you, I listen to one, I know I got a lot of folks that are listening on the show. I see Jackie Sims, how you doing? Howard Nash. I mean, all of these great folks uh, that are tuned in because it's important that we know about all these things. Uh, we, it's important that we know uh, that uh, it's your life. It's your life. And uh, it's your life, meaning everything that's around you affects you in one way or another. And we also, that, that includes family members, that includes friends, that includes everything. So we have to be open-minded and we have to learn to love and give and, and just be ready. So if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 Betsy, it's producer Noah here in the booth. I know James also will have a question uh, about your show, but I'm just very curious as I have my own show I have for you know just years and years and my own podcast as well. I'm just very curious how you became a talk show host. Like, what was was there a certain moment when you said, "Hey, this is something that I need to do"? <laughs> uh, that's a good question, Noah. Uh, three years ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I did not know. I, I knew, like, only two internet radio stations. Um, what happened was Jeannie White, the station manager of uh, Passion World Talk Radio, saw one of my videos. I used to go in my car and do videos to raise awareness, and she called me for an interview, and then she asked me to speak on her show, and I did that for, like, 14 months, and then she gave me my own show. That that's it. I think you should have your own show. And I was like, I, I don't know how to interview Jeannie. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, but I did. And she's like, you're already doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's something that I never uh, would enter my mind because I did not even know about podcasting. I mean, podcasting, as you know, has grown so much in the past three years, actually. Uh, tremendously has grown. So, you're blessed. You know, I tell you, I've been listening to uh, your show uh, the last uh, two, three days. And uh, I tell you, if you did not know that you had that gift of talent, I'm going to tell you that you do and that you're very good at it. And most importantly, I believe is is you are so passionate about sharing at that moment how you feel and so it's so authentic and Noah you know me and you always talk about authentic authentic you as long as you are authentic your listening audience uh, you don't have to pretend or make anything up because that's you all the time and Noah when uh, we we are talking and we we talk and talk show and when you, you got that passionate and I tell you that Bessie has the same type of passionate. And people can hear that. They can hear it. And, you know, they know when it's when that's you. And that's one of the great things that I like about this young lady. And uh, the two, uh, 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 the CEO and president and also the station manager, uh, I'm talking about Lydian and, and, and Jeannie. I mean, I have had a couple of conversations with them. And they are authentic as well. I mean, it's just uh, you you feel that uh, it's a passion. It's in 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 what what uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Bessie. It's passionate world talk network radio, and that's what it's all about. Yes, um, Lillian started the Passion World Talk Radio sixteen. Years ago. Years ago. And it yeah, was yeah. back then for a woman to get started, you know, in this business. And Lillian gives people a chance to be heard. I tried to, my local stations. I'm here in New Jersey. And I tried New Jersey, New York stations. They won't even give me the time of day. They don't want to talk about Alzheimer's. And I even tried my local papers. One paper gave me an interview but I could not get on any radio station to tell my story. <laughs> they gave me a chance. Wow. And you know what? You need to be heard uh, because uh, you bring so much passion. You bring so much you. And you bring so much of not just American, but you bring people all across the world. Now, uh, in one minute less, we've got three minutes left in the show. Uh, but Bessie, you describe yourself as a shy, quiet, self-conscious person who flipped her beliefs. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to ask you that question the other day, but I didn't. Uh, in one minute less, can you explain what you mean by that? Yes, I was self-conscious about how I look, how I talk. I don't like my voice. I don't like how I look. Uh, but I had to flip my beliefs. I didn't think I was good enough to talk to people on the radio. But I had to flip my beliefs and saying that I am good enough. I am a beautiful person. It's what it's the inside that counts. And I have every right to talk to whoever I want to. I am good enough. And it's a work every day to flip those beliefs around. And, you know, Alzheimer's took away uh, my husband. But I learned my gifts and my power. And I felt like I was Dorothy, you know, Wizard of Oz. I had my power all along. I just didn't know it. I had you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And uh, 
uh, I see you. I chat with you. And uh, you're beautiful. And uh, regardless of what anybody else might think or say, you are more than good enough. You are fantastic. You are a masterpiece in God's mind. I want you to always remember that I want you to say that, that you are a masterpiece. Uh, and don't worry about what anybody else might think. Uh, okay, so 30 seconds or less. Uh, 30 seconds or less, and that's all we have, 20 seconds. What does the word success mean to Betsy Sloan? 20 seconds or less. What was the question, James? What does success mean to you? A success. Uh, success is being, to me, um, doing a good job whenever I do an interview, making the guests feel comfortable, getting the point out there, getting the resources out there for people. I care about helping people, and that's success to me. And you know what? I, I sense that, and uh, I look forward to chatting with you tomorrow as well. I mean, off there. But I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I look forward to working with you continuously. And so uh, I want to thank you. I want to thank my great uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley, for always here doing heavy lifting. I'd like to thank my great producer, Noah Dingley. I'd like to thank uh, our listening audience for tuning into the, sh- uh, the show nightly. Uh, and uh, most importantly, we are looking for sponsors so we continue to bring this great message. Tell you, we'll be back the same time, same place tomorrow. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.